Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Cute, adorable trouble your pet got into at some point. What kind of naughty things do your pets get up to? 651-641-1071. I don't mean like, you know, naughty. I mean like naughty. Like, like humping your leg. Not that kind of naughty. Yeah. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story about a pup who did something that was so adorable. Aww. But could have been a bad, but it all turned out okay. Okay, okay good. So this act could have turned out terribly. We're not going to allow our minds to go there. Um, but this couple, Jared and Christy Owens, they were headed to Las Vegas. And they were all excited to have like a couple's vacation. And like they were all packed up. They head over to the airport. They roll their big piece of luggage that they're going to check up onto the the scale. And they're like, ooh, it's a little bit overweight. Like, you're going to have to pay more. And they're like, no, we waited at home. It's not. And they're like, something's, it's like five pounds over. So they open up their luggage and they start, like, going through what's in there. And Mm -hmm. then suddenly, their teeny tiny adorable little family chihuahua, his name is Icky, comes out of his, the dad, the guy's boot. Out of Jared's cowboy boot. And he's just like, hello. And they're like, oh my gosh. The Chihuahua tried to stow away on their trip oh my God, to Las Vegas. Horribly. I'm so right? glad they found him. No kidding. Uh, 651-641-1071. What adorable, cute, naughty thing did your animal do? Um, I just love this story because I just can imagine this tiny little puppy. And they said she's a burrower. That's what she does. She burrows in clothes. She burrows in, obviously, suitcases now. Yeah. Thank God they found her. I have a lot of questions. Like I just feel like... You like I know when we leave our house, yeah. we have cats. Yeah, we like before we roll oh, anything yeah. out, we're like, "Bye, love you. You're yeah. the cutest little cat I've ever seen in but my life." Also, and also you. You can't do that with dogs. So I mean, typically, right? What do you mean? You don't leave your dogs at home. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you either would have brought your animal to the place where the animal was going to be cared for. Or if somebody was coming in to, to house it yeah, and dog sit like, but, but again, at least you would have like by dog. Yeah. Like where's the dog? Yeah. Is the dog in dog out. Yeah. Where's the dog? So that's where I was like, that seems weird to me. Yeah. Um, the couple does have a daughter, which, so that to me feels like probably like a grandparent was maybe going to stay or they were in a hurry like, right. Yeah, they just didn't think about it. Obviously, but I, but. I, but I had a lot of questions about it. But Icky's fine. Oh, Don't worry about it. And in fact, the gate agent, like the person who was, or not gate agent, but the person at the desk, was basically like, "I'll take care of your dog while you're gone." No thanks. I would have. I mean, I get it if they were going to miss their flight, but like. No. I don't know. The dog got into the right hands. All is well. Okay, it's good. fine. Yeah. They've been on the news. No, it's I think good. we can wait for the next flight. It's fine. I'm going to uh, take my dog. <laughs> six five one. I think six, they need to four, maybe reevaluate one. dog ownership uh, in this family. But yeah, no. or just like yeah, maybe come up with some different 
strategies. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What cute, adorable, possibly naughty thing has your animal gotten up to? We have Renee on the line. Hello, Renee. Hi, Renee. Renee. Hi. What is the cute, adorable, possibly sort of naughty, adorable, cute thing that your animal has done? We have a little tiny cat, and every time my boyfriend goes to the bathroom, she's done it twice now, he's got his drops his drawers on the floor, and she'll crawl in his underwear and his pants and take a nap. Oh, okay, that's adorable. super cute, but also probably awkward when it's time for him to put his pants back on. Right, right. Oh, that's cute. That's Thanks sweet. for the call, Renee. And then that's is so it another cute. Renee, or is it a Reenie? Reenie. Hello, Reenie. Reenie, what is the cute, adorable, possibly naughty thing that your animal has done? Did you say Reenie? Yes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I'm, I'm pulled off the side of the highway. It's a little loud. Um, I had a cat named Kruger who I had a first floor walkout apartment. And so when I was had the patio door shut, you know, you put like a dowel in there so no one can force their way into yep, your apartment. Sure. Okay. But he could go sit on the patio. I had a little leash I'd put him on. And the first thing I'd do is I'd take my foot and I'd kick out the dowel. And then I'd reach up and open the patio door. And he got so he realized that was the first step. And he would kick that thing out himself with his paws all the no. time. I had to block it with a brick. Yeah, that's oh hilarious. Oh, my gosh. What a smart cat. <laughs> Very smart. I love that, Reenie. But I also hate that. But I love it. Thanks. Thanks for your call. I have a friend whose dog has figured out how to ring the doorbell. So when he goes outside, he like hops up and they've got like a doorbell cam. So you can watch the dog just like smack the doorbell. And then it's time to go out and 100 percent or come in. So like it goes outside and then it rings the doorbell to come in and it hears the ring of the doorbell every single time. And its head goes tilt. So it's the funniest thing to watch. Yeah, I love it. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. What's the cute, adorable, naughty thing your animal has gotten up to? Let's go to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Jesse, what's the cute, adorable, possibly naughty thing your animal has done? Oh, my sweet puppy, Hank. He somehow got into a jar of Vaseline. Oh, no. It was terrible. You can only imagine what was coming <laughs> out of his back end. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my god. It gosh. was horrible. Like, how much of it did, did the animal take down? Like a half of a jar. Oof. Oh, oof. That's yeah, a lot. Yep. It, it took days for him oh. to be normal. Oh, my that's gosh. Terrifying. But, you know, Gross. thank God that's in the rearview mirror. Literally. Literally. Thank you. No, Thanks, Jesse. And is it Renaya? Renaya. Renaya. Hi, Renaya. Renaya, what is the adorable, naughty thing your animal has gotten up to? Hello. Hi. Yes, you. Uh, okay, so I uh, had a cat. Her name was Domino. And uh, she liked to sleep on my chest. Well, that's great and all, except when I would start to snore, she would bite the inside of my nostrils oh, to wake no. me up. Oh, oh that is cute and adorable, oh. but not very comfortable for you. Oh, right. It was like, how can you be mad? I mean, it was just so sweet, but it was like, are you kidding me, you little snot? Go yes. sleep on the end of the bed. Right? Yep. Go somewhere else. Like, maybe you can learn yeah. the lesson. This is always going to happen. Go somewhere <laughs> right. else. Oh, thanks right. for your call. I love that. Has Wheezy ever done anything adorably I mean, naughty? She doesn't, she doesn't, she's doesn't get into things. She's not a curious dog that way. Thank God. She doesn't chew things. She doesn't 
like digging things. So I'm grateful for that. But I mean, her barking and she steals warm spots on the couch or in bed. Rude. Like that's her thing is I'm just going to curl up on somebody else's pillow and you're like, hi, I just went to the bathroom. I need you to move now. Right. I would like to put my head yeah. there again. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, well, hopefully the, this couple um, from Lubbock, Texas, whose dog burrowed in a boot and tried to stow away on a trip to Las Vegas. Hopefully oh, they have. God, that's just a nightmare. Like figured some stuff out. Yeah. Right. Again, could have ended terribly. Uh, but didn't. Thank God. Thank the Lord. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together. We've got uh, some Britney Spears and Kevin Federline legal news after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. There still is a custody agreement between the two. And uh, we heard a report the other day about it, but we got questions. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hello. There he is. And uh, let's get the Cobra gang together, shall Do we? It. Whenever there's trouble, we're the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Oh, I wonder if these comments by Kevin's lawyer are meant to shape the narrative around the future of their custody arrangements by saying, look, nothing to see here. Nothing's going to change. Basically, um, I think Kevin's attorney at this point is telling Brittany through the media, nice try. You're not getting any more time with the kids and you're still going to give us a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. All right. Back it up. Let's break that down. So there was a story over at page six yesterday. Exclusive details. Exclusive details, frankly, provided by Kevin Federline's attorney, uh, his celebrity attorney, um, Mark Vincent Kaplan, who many of you would probably recognize because he has uh, he has hosted many fundraisers and galas. No, he's a celebrity attorney. So he told Page Six, there is nothing to see here. If the conservatorship is lifted, he says. I don't view that as being an automatic change of circumstances that's going to change the custody order of the case. That is the custody order of Brittany and Kevin over their two children. Mm -hmm. So He's saying, I don't care what happens to this conservatorship. Nothing's going to change. Well, that's interesting because the current setup is 70-30 in Kevin's favor. Kevin gets the kids 70% of the time. Brittany 30. Brittany does not have primary custody of her children. Um, is that a, I, I don't actually remember the answer to this because I feel like we've been on such a journey. Is that a, a, the arrangement that's always been the case or is that a new balance? Well, newer, newer. right? Like there have been different arrangements in the past, sure. but you'll remember custody was, this is what I find so interesting. Custody and the conservatorship go hand in hand or hand in glove or whatever the uh, analogy is, but they have been intricately linked since the beginning and custody has been used as a incentive to keep Brittany in line, like a bargaining chip within yeah. the conservatorship. You know, she now has a 16 year old and a 15 year old. And, and frankly, Mark Vincent Kaplan is saying, you know, the main reason nothing is going to change is because, you know, everything's fine. They've worked the arrangements out themselves. You know, the kids are 16 and 15. It works for them. You've got two teenage boys, he says, and between them and their parents, whatever arrangement's going to be made, it's going to be something that works with them. Like, he actually goes on to say, like, they're not even following that 70-30 custody agreement. Mm. They're kind of just figuring stuff out, whatever works. 
okay, well, that's interesting. If they're able to work everything out, then why do they need a custody arrangement? Right. Right. That's a good question. Also, if they're able to work things out, why was the conservatorship always threatening her with losing more custody of her children Yeah, if they're not using the custody arrangement. And I think the answer to all the questions at this point is, I think, as I said at the beginning, Kevin's lawyer really just wants to shape the narrative or pre-shape the narrative for the future of the, these custody arrangements, keeping the things in place that put Kevin Federline in the driver's seat. Keep him with primary custody. By having primary custody, he's going to continue get, continue to get a check from Britney Spears and or the conservatorship. So he is just trying to solidify or maintain his client's current right. financial position. That is a lot of support. And but again, he is saying things that are opposite to what my brain can compute, which is, well, if if everything's fine and we don't need to change anything, then why aren't they actually you just told me in the second breath that they're not following the current agreement because they're able to right. actually work things out. Well, if they're able to work things out without the agreement, why do they need the agreement? Oh, perhaps because there is a check attached. Mm. So, nice try. I think there's going to be a huge this after the future of the conservatorship is determined, November 12th. Stay tuned to my talk 1071 specifically from noon to 3, the Colleen and Bradley show because we'll have all the details mm-hmm. and very likely it'll be going on during our show. And we'll provide live coverage outside the courtroom. By that, what? I mean here in Minneapolis. I mean, way outside the or courtroom. Or wherever we are. <laughs> but we'll still be outside the courtroom um, giving you all our thoughts. But no, my point is once things develop or come to fruition, hopefully, end of conservatorship, or at least a roadmap to the end of the conservatorship on November 12th, we then must look to custody because I just feel like there's going to be a battle there. Well, and, Money. And it is interesting that this is all coming from Kevin Federline's side, right? Like, oh, there's nothing to see here. Everything's fine. We're just going to keep everything just the way it is. Because you would believe that Brittany, based on the fact that she was always taunted with that custody agreement yeah. throughout the entire conservatorship, she might be looking to have a little more time with her kids, right? So I don't know that it's fair, or I don't think we should take it as gospel when Kevin's uh, attorney. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He is the one talking about this. Mm-hmm. Because she's going to have her own needs. Like the, her, Kevin's attorney doesn't get to speak on her behalf. Well, that's why I think that the story in page six is being given to us. I mean, as it indicates in the story itself mm-hmm. by that attorney. And the reason you would ask, why would he be speaking about any of this? It's not just because somebody called him up and said, hey, what's your opinion? It's right. Because he's trying to lay the groundwork or the foundation, you know, to like lower any expectations people might have that she would get the custody of her children back. Well, if she's able to live her own life without a conservatorship, why does she need? It's not to say that that a cust, you know, there are other um, perfectly healthy adults who have 70, 30 custody arrangements. But the reason she didn't have primary custody of her children was not because she wasn't a good mother, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, or not because she couldn't provide for her children. Mm hmm. FYI, she's been providing for everyone. Uh, yep. It's not that she wasn't a working mother who could put food on the table. See her Vegas residency. Yep. It was because of whatever. It was because of the conservatorship and the fact that she couldn't be trusted to execute her own affairs. Well, if that goes, mm-hmm. what's the reason for the custody agreement? Right. Right. That's so. a good point. Also, yes, to your point, Kevin Federline has sort of approached. Brittany as his banker for oh, quite some time. Yeah, like and has gone been, back to the bank more than once. Right. right? And so keeping that 70-30 actually is in his best interest because that means he keeps the child support payments coming. Yeah. If that gets adjusted, and I don't, I don't know, know if he does gets, the child support change? Oh, of course it yeah. would. It would have to because if she has majority custody of right. her kids, why would, you know, he doesn't need to be getting a big fat check every month. Right. People who pay child support are usually... The people who don't have primary custody or there's some financial imbalance or whatever that, you know, needs to be met. Rectified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I again, I am the last person to know about any of these things, but just from my very cursory understanding Mm -hmm. of tabloids. Yes. You are an expert in tabloids. It's true. That is for sure. We We are also experts in celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That's what we call them. We'll tell you all about them when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, celebrities behaving badly. We like to tell you all about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for them, and that name is. Seabag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Dean Kane. Oh no, what's Dean Kane doing? Well, that is the first question you should be asking in general. What is Dean Kane doing? Superman. I mean, that's what he did. He was a beautiful but, Superman, like, I will say that. He was. But what's he doing? Yeah, what is he doing? Nothing. Oh. But he's talking. Okay. And that's why we suddenly care about him. So because he used to be Superman, apparently people want his perspective. On the what I believe is great news, um, you know, DC Comics has announced that its new Superman character, Jonathan Kent, who is the son of the original Superman, Clark Kent, uh, is bisexual, right? Like, that's the announcement we got earlier this week. And we were like, that's great, neat, wonderful. We celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. Dean Cain yeah. does yeah. not celebrate. Dean Cain, oh. former Superman, 
Not real Superman, by the way, you guys. He's not an actual superhero. What? He just played a superhero. Rude. <laughs> he was speaking to a news outlet that will not one. surprise you. <laughs> I won't just not, I'm just going to walk what away does from that. that? Thank you. Um, And he uh, pointed out that, like, this is really not that big of a deal. Um, A lot of superhero characters have been given an LGBTQ plus plot line. Um, They said they're going in a bold new direction. But Dean Cain wants you to know he thinks that that's bandwagoning. Um, He said, you know, Robin of Batman and Robin just came out as bi or gay recently. And honestly, who's really shocked about that? Uh, I had thoughts about that a long time ago. He just said a lot I of had things. Thoughts about that a lot. That's kind of creepy. Oh, he, tell me more about your gay thoughts about Superman. Right. Um, he said the new Captain America is. <laughs> tell gay. me more about that adult man who wore spandex uh, in the eighties, nineties. He, he said my daughter in the CW series Supergirl, where I played the father, she was gay. Okay, so he throws himself in there. Basically, all he's trying to say is like this is not bold or new, and like it's just like bandwagoning. Like now we're just. Shut up, Dean Cain, is what I have to say. Oh, Shut right. up, Dean Cain. Like, the only reason anybody asked you is because you were one of many Supermans. Supermen? Persons I, I don't Superman. actually care. I don't actually care what you have to say about that. I just don't care. Yeah, it, it makes me sad because um, Dean Cain was also in a movie called The Broken Hearts Club, which I loved. It was back in 2000, and it's like a gay romantic comedy. It was a very unique film for its time and he played in that or he you know was a character in that movie he actually played a gay character so i'm not quite sure what his particular issue is with a comic book character which by the way the comic book characters of our favorite comics have always had storylines that are more um what's the word more colorful Right. Like more um, like violent, more sexual, more maybe not overtly sexual, but Mm -hmm. have themes that are a little bit more adult than what we would. Well, because I I, I was going to say something like edgy, but like being gay is not edgy. right? Right. Like but but they they encompassed different aspects of the comic book characters in a way that maybe weren't allowed on screen. And mm-hmm. that's primarily because comics have always been sort of, uh, you know, countercultural or subculture. Like it's a different thing, a comic book than a superhero movie or mm-hmm. a super, or even more so a superhero TV show. So like, that's just not like, would it be more shocking if it was on TV? No, I don't think it would be more shocking. Maybe 20 years ago it would have been more shocking if if a character on a TV show was gay uh, that previously hadn't been or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to say that he's having an opinion about something that is totally different than the thing he thinks he is entitled to have an opinion about. Right. 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 Like, of course, he can have an opinion about anything, but it's not. we're not talking about your... Superman TV show, sir. We're talking about a comic that has nothing to do with you whatsoever. Right. And that's what I guess I have a problem with is this idea that he is like the spokesperson for the Superman franchise because he wore tights once. Yeah. Right. Like I just, I don't know that if you don't have anything of good value to say, perhaps saying nothing at all is okay. Yeah. Although then all you have to do is Google Dean Kane and realize that he's a, he's a, superhero in a far different universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
one that appeals to a very particular mm-hmm. ideology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is not super. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I don't even think it's political. I think he's just a jerk in the sense because, you know, uh, you can actually, I don't, I don't, I feel like you can be a bisexual superhero and have some of the political beliefs that Dean Kane does. I don't understand for him. I always wonder with people like Dean Kane, and I'm probably psychoanalyzing a little bit, but you know, you pay me for that on the radio. <laughs> not at all. Um, cause I'm not qualified, but I always wonder that, you know, how many times did people come at him mm-hmm. for being a man dressed in tights? Mm-hmm. And did he have some insecurity about that? I think that that is, I don't actually think that that's so far removed from the truth. Does he feel the need to like, man, like be, I have to prove my bona fides as a a man. Yeah. I got to do my man flexing. I don't think, I think that's a generational thing. I don't think people today feel that way for the most part, but I think that that wouldn't (sighs) surprise me in Dean Cain's uh, case. So. Thank you for That's your a insights, womp womp. Dean Kane, but no thank you. All right. No, Who's your D-bag? Thanks for asking. It's Chloe Kardashian. Bing bong. Stop it. What is she doing now? Did she post Stop. another cryptic tweet? No. Chloe Kardashian has diamond rings back on her left wedding finger while climbing into a Ferrari oh. as Tristan Thompson reunion rumors persist. Do they? Oh, geez. Only because Chris Jenner wants us to talk mm-hmm. about them. Anyway, Chloe was flashing a lot of bling on her finger uh, as she went to Kylie Jenner's Nightmare on Elm Street makeup launch dinner. What? Yeah. Yeah, Kylie Jenner's Nightmare on Elm Street makeup launch dinner. Oh, yeah, she's doing a collab. Of course, she, I feel like doing. that's all she does. Yes. Also, I'll give you what I'll tell you what's given me nightmares on Elm Street is Chloe's dagger nails. I Oh, that's can't. a thing. I know. But every time that's I see all she them, talks about. every time I see them I'm like, "Don't get near me with those." She is hosting an All-Star Candy Crush series, which is why she recently did a bunch of PR and the topic of conversation all the headlines that I saw in the one interview that I watched all dealt with her uh, nails. And um, she had some Candy Crush nails that she was showing off. Mm. And people were like, but how do you wipe your butt? And she's I like, everybody, know. my favorite is when she goes, but everybody always just wants to ask about my nails. I'm like, because that's all there is. Right. Because. Have you seen those things? You don't put nails like that on yourself and not expect people to ask you how you wipe your butt. Right. Because I don't know. I actually, like, I wonder about that, but I also wonder, like, how do you even play Candy Crush? I feel like it's hard to get a good pad. You know, she has to, like, lay her finger down. You just got to be real gentle, I imagine. I just, I wouldn't, and slow, (sighs) slow and gentle. But it would be good for picking your nose. You can get right That's up true. there. That's true. Might, you might get some brain matter. Just don't that would sneeze be, while ooh, you're doing it. Oof. Oh. So you're going to go right to the brain. Mm. Um, anyway, she um, is trolling us all by opening the door to her vehicle as she left her home to go to Kylie Jenner's Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street makeup launch dinner at her lavish mansion mm-hmm. by opening the door with her fingies mm-hmm. akimbo mm-hmm. and diamond rings flashed on her ring finger, mm-hmm. also then taking a photo of her ring fingies inside of her Ferrari. I think that's a Ferrari, mm. right? With the horse, or that's a Porsche? No, that's a Ferrari. Ferrari? Yeah. Ferrero Rocher. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, I don't hor- know it's fancy, a horse car. I don't know fancy cores. Yeah, that's a Ferrari. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, in her Coco Chanel 
quilted bodysuit. Mm-hmm. It's very Cannonball Run. I just, it's... Well, where's yeah. Dom DeLuise to make this scene better? She looks like Jennifer... I'm not one to comment on a woman's looks. But you're going to right Out now. loud mm-hmm. most days. But <laughs> I don't get the look. It's very Jennifer Aniston, Cannonball Run. Sex doll. I'm going to kill you with my fingernails. Right. It's a, there's a lot happening. Well, do yeah. you think she was going for the Freddy Krueger aesthetic? Oh, hey, to go that with is the a valid point. Synergy. That is valid point. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Wait, do you yes. mean just with the nails? Because the rest of it is there's nothing Freddy Krueger about the rest of it. Like yeah. her outfit, her Other hair, none of that. I'm going to murder you. But everything. Okay, so can I, can I just make a prediction? Because this is what's going to happen next. People are going to comment, right? Because she wants us to, and you can tell she wants us People to. People should mind their own business. We're going to get clapped back at yeah. at some point. It's fine. Which I just want, I just want everybody to be aware of the cycle, right? Because I think part of being in this relationship with Chloe means opening your eyes to the cycle that we're in with her. And so she's going to dangle her baubles on her dagger nails in front of us. And then. We're going to be like, girl, no, don't go back to Tristan. That's a terrible idea. And then she'll tell us. And then she'll give us cryptic tweets and then she'll clap back. Yes. And I would like you to scroll through this article. I would also like to include the Daily Mail in my D-bag honor today because they, for no reason... Include a photo of Kim Zolciak. I know. I was wondering why that's there. Well, and then they say, "Is that you, Kim?" The images also seem to have a filter on them that made her resemble her Bravo pal Kim Zolciak. What of Real Housewives and Don't Be Tardy fame? Why? Yeah, thank you. That's our question. That does not. Okay, the photo you included of Kim Zolciak looks zero. Yeah, like. the Chloe photo and the Kim photo don't look anything like each other. So I don't, I, I think that was just a drunk intern over at the daily. Yeah. Night. Who was like, like what else ex- can we throw in I here? I need an extra picture. I have a requirement yeah. and I'm short. Anyway, I don't care. I don't care, but thank you for allowing me the opportunity to call you out. Chloe Kardashian. Uh, by the way, they did at the very end of the article include Chloe Kardashian's picture of the flower arrangement she received from Hulu. Yeah, congratulating her on the amazing well, I mean, Saturday night job. live shoot. Chloe. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Chloe. That's kind of like when you go to your nephew's birthday party, mm-hmm. and then you have to get something for the other nephew. Exactly. That's you know not big, but you just want to make them feel like they're included. Yeah. So you get them the cheap plastic slinky. I'm going to say like, something. Can you get Chloe un- something too? Otherwise, she's going to clap out. Yeah. I'm going to say something unpopular. You don't need to do that. People do need to learn. That it's not always about them. Okay? When we return Thank you. on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a D-bag double down. We've got some extra D-bag. we got to double down on do it. it. When we come back after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. And uh, we've got some extra D-bag here. Uh, well, let's do a little D-bag double down. Bag it up. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes! Demi Lovato. Oh, E.T. Wow. uh, Demi Lovato 
is my double down today. And here's why. Guys, don't call ETs aliens anymore. It's offensive. To who? To the aliens? According to a story, according to a story I read, the pop star made a bizarre plea to us mere earthlings on planet Earth during an interview with the Australian outlet Pedestrian.tv. That's a thing. Okay. All caps, but not the TV part. In which they say, that is, Demi Lovato says the term alien itself is offensive. To extraterrestrials. How does Demi Lovato know this? Well, you know that Demi mm-hmm. Lovato. Were you going to say something? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Demi Lovato is currently plugging a new Peacock special of theirs, and it's called I Unidentified, where they and their pals go looking for proof of Martians and seem to find something. Do they? I just find it. Yes, they do. Also, allegedly. Also, I find it so interesting that somehow Demi Lovato has um, anointed themselves the spokesperson for otherworldly creatures. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I don't know that the, and I'm sorry, I don't want to offend the aliens, so I will say (laughs) I don't know that the extraterrestrials were like looking for Earth PR. Well, and, like reached out to Demi. That, I don't maybe know. they hired Demi Lovato to do PR. Oh, for them. Who knows? Like, Who knows? Uh, you know, we really need to get a better image because right now all you've got is like Sigourney Weaver <laughs> and a very mucousy animal-looking creature that uh, eats people. Yeah, we need so. to get away from this chest burster image <laughs> that we have. <laughs> so, while talking shop on their ET project, Demi said, "Quote." I really think that if there was anything out there that would want to do that to us, it would have happened by now. But I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. I mean, except for aliens, because aliens are aliens. That's just what they are. What? I don't know. Like, I feel we like we don't call people aliens or I would not call people aliens. Mm-hmm. And there might be a conversation around calling human beings aliens in a different context right. but that's a different conversation yes we're not talking about that we're talking about et which by the way there is zero proof zero science now it's funny that you should mention that because i do think that demi lovato would tend to disagree I with you care. on that only because i know i neither do i however demi lovato does care and demi lovato due to this show yeah Unidentified. Do. Is that what it's called? Yep. Unidentified. Mm-hmm. Um, has been visited on multiple occasions by these extraterrestrials. And I do be- I believe that they believe that they have been told by the extraterrestrials how they want to be treated. I mean, that's fine. But it's not science. I'm just saying I think no. they think it's science. Yeah. And the point is that this is a hot mess because it oh, ain't yeah. real. Mm-hmm. And no. so to have an argument over something that doesn't exist seems like the most asinine thing. Like, it's one thing to say, like, just be skeptical. Just keep your eyes peeled to the skies. But then to tell people that they shouldn't use a word because it's offensive to something that doesn't exist. And, um, okay. and also, like, let's be real. Like, let's. OK, fine. Let's assume that they do. OK. 
That what? That aliens, sorry, extraterrestrials exist. Yeah. Let's just use, let's apply some logic to what we would then know. Like they'd come from a different planet where they probably wouldn't be commu- able to they communicate. They don't speak English. They don't care. Like they don't care what we call, we could They're call them zerbity glurks and they wouldn't care. Because they don't they understand. They don't understand. Mm-mm. And if they did, frankly, they would eat us. Right. Which is fine. I've seen the movie Prometheus. I don't even know what that means. I did watch the movie Prometheus, but I don't get where you're taking us. So take us. I'm just saying maybe they would know and maybe they just, you know, in the movie, they don't care. I don't think they care. In the movie Prometheus, they're just like, boy, what did we do? These humans. Yeah, it's just, it's ludicrous to me. Again, like, I get it. You need, you need um, PR for your show. So by all means, Mm -hmm. tell me why I shouldn't call aliens aliens. But like of all of the things that you should tell people, first of all, I'm not generally the kind of person that tells other people the way that, you know, you can be an adult and figure out how you operate in the world is my takeaway. But like to do that with something like there are actual things that people should like. Let's talk about Demi Lovato. Right. Demi Lovato would prefer people refer to Demi Lovato using certain pronouns and Mm -hmm. has asked that people do that. And for the most part, I've heard people accommodate that Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's what the, I think the right thing to do is Mm -hmm. right. Like if somebody expresses something to you, then you say, by all means, I want to respect you as a human being and a creature on this earth. But to that does not apply with the creatures that do not live on. Do you (laughs) see that why extending that to aliens might make other people think that this whole conversation is a little convoluted? And why then you could throw away people asking you to refer to other people in certain ways. Right. You know what I mean? It kind of trivializes it in a way that's just frustrating because, you know, I just think we don't need any more reasons to give people to not respect one another. Right. And I do. I I think that I think what I'm I feel like perhaps Demi Lovato has a little projection for the aliens. That's what it sounds like. And that's sad because that equates human beings with something that is. I mean, okay. I don't care what you think about aliens, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you honestly think that aliens exist, I'm not here to have that conversation. But you're trying to get PR for your show, right? Trying to make an argument about something that doesn't seem particularly um, cogent. You're right, and it does sort of trivialize what is I mean, an actual thing. Because there are people are who think about. that we shouldn't call Demi Lovato by their chosen pronoun. Yes, yeah, right. Ooh. Also, too many, frankly, but. Also, yes, if uh, what I would rather hear about in the PR for Unidentified is exactly what pray tell happened when you were out. Did you watch this show? I watched the beginning of it. I told you a little bit about it. I watched the first 15 minutes. It was worth watching the first 15 minutes. And what did you learn in the refresh Um, my memory? Well, they went out to a place where apparently there's been a lot of activity um, extraterrestrial and unidentified flying object activity. And they met with these two experts. gentlemen who were experts in this particular type of activity. And they did what they call a sky watch. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Where you and they saw something in the sky. Watch the sky. Yep. And they saw something. Mm. Wow. And that's all I learned. Extraterrestrials, not aliens, though. So. Right. I don't want to offend them. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, 
Would you ever take a rocket ship to space? Speaking of extraterrestrials. True story. 651-641-1071. You want to go to space? That's the question. That's it. After this.